You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I feel like who art ed? Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Yeah. Either way, it, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're going to be looking at Henri de Toulouse the Trek. Now, as always, you can see an image of the work being discussed this week and every week if you listen on Amazon Music, Spotify, Good Pods, or anywhere else that supports episode-specific cover art. I also want to ask all of you to please support the show by filling out the network survey at surveymonkey.com slash r slash airwave. Right now, Airwave Media is conducting a survey to get some insights so they can try to line up sponsors that you might actually be interested in. And as an added bonus, if you go to surveymonkey.com slash r slash airwave and fill out that survey, you'll be entered to win a $500 Amazon gift card as our way of saying thank you. Now on to Latrec. Henri de Toulouse-Lautrec was associated with the Moulin Rouge since it first opened in 1891. He was captivated by the unique spirit of the club, where people of all walks of life would mingle and enjoy the festivities. Of course, it probably also helped that the nightclub's owner bought Lautrec's equestrian painting to hang in the foyer. That painting was one of Lautrec's many works depicting the circus, It had a dynamic and exciting composition showing the performers in action. It seems fitting for the Moulin Rouge, which was best known for its active performances and circus-like atmosphere. In addition to being the birthplace of the high-energy can-can dance, the Moulin Rouge boasted some other wild innovations, including building a dance floor for patrons to dance along as the spirit moved them. There was even an elephant on the premises in the garden. Needless to say, the owners knew how to throw quite a party and attracted a lot of attention. Situated at the bottom of the hill in Mortemart, the Moulin Rouge was in the neighborhood in Paris that was fashionable but still on the outskirts and somewhat rural at the time. It was a spot where a diverse crowd could all enjoy champagne-filled parties as famous dancers performed. It was in this unusual setting, with an unusually diverse crowd, that Henri de Toulouse-Lautrec felt at home and found his people. 
In some ways, every great work of art is a portrait of the artist as it reveals a bit about the creator's interests and priorities. This piece is somewhat more autobiographical than most as the artist himself makes a cameo appearance in the background. Behind the central table, we see a short man walking with a tall man. The shorter figure is Henri de Toulouse-Lautrec, who suffered some sort of medical ailment, and as a result, he stood about 4 foot 8 inches tall and walked with a limp. The taller figure walking with him was his cousin and doctor. We see gathered around the table a group of Lautrec's friends from the nightclub. Starting at the right-hand side of the table, we see the writer Edouard Dujardin, the dancer La Macarona, two photographers, Paul Secao and Gilbert, and finally, the focal point of the group, the figure situated with her back to the viewer, but a shock of red hair that would be unmistakable to so many in that scene at the turn of the century. It's Jane Avril, a famous dancer. Looking at the picture, there are so many odd details. Many of my students laugh at the pig-nosed woman in the eerie green coloration. That was another dancer, apparently seated at another table and lit from underneath with a gas lamp. That face looking out directly at the viewer was so off-putting that at one point, Toulouse-Lautrec, or his dealer, apparently cropped her out of the picture, removing a portion of the canvas to make it more appealing to potential buyers. It was reattached in the early 20th century. Another strange thing in this composition, though, is the bar slicing through it. The bottom right quadrant of the canvas is taken up by a wooden bar top cutting through at a 45-degree angle. This has a few functions. It creates a line for the eye to follow, but it also creates some odd tension. Because the countertop is so empty... It's flat and smooth and provides a contrast to the more active scene of the patrons in the club. There's an asymmetrical balance that creates a sense of unease as the composition feels in some ways unsustainable. I think this actually perfectly captures the mood of the club as it was an oddball space where a diverse group came to have fun, but that mixing of so many different people put everyone a little bit out of their element. It stirs emotions, and whether it's uncomfortable or invigorating, lies largely in the eye of the beholder. The cropping of this piece also gives the composition the feel of a snapshot. Henri de Toulouse-Lautrec abandoned many of the conventions of traditional composition and allowed figures to run off the edges of the canvas. There's too much happening for everything to be seen, but the artist gives us a glimpse of what he most valued as he put his circle of friends seated in the middle for us all to appreciate the interaction of different types of artists supporting each other and learning from each other. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.